Like, got a ch- it's like you putting that yeah. all time, like <laughs> trying to just be this and be that girl. You need right, you about to kill yourself. You hurting, you about to kill yourself, honey. Chill, boo. You- oh, honey, I ain't got time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> What is up, everybody? What is up? Happy Friday and happy post-Thanksgiving. Um, I don't know if you celebrate Thanksgiving or, you know, what have you, but happy post-holiday. I know we're all full. We're all recuperating. So, you know, just I'm so very thankful that you all are here. Um, and I'm not even going to take up a lot of your time today, just between 30 minutes to an hour. So with that being said, thank you so much for tuning into another episode here on Kenzie's Conversations, the podcast, where we're talking things real, we're talking things business, and we're definitely talking things belief, those things centered around God. So I'm super excited that you're here with me, Kenzie, your host. And yeah, I really don't even have a lot to say because like we're we, we gonna, we gonna say more stuff <laughs> throughout the episode. So that being said, y'all, let's go ahead and get into today's uh, topic. We are continuing um, and also, actually, today is the last episode for the She Is Me mini series. So, you know, I'm so glad that, you know, thus far, this has been, um, you know, a great thing for me. It's It's been fruitful. It's been edifying. It's been clarifying. And, you know, it's been helpful. And I hope that it has been helpful to you all who have tuned in every week, um, been faithful in just listening and communing with me. So again, I thank you all for that. So listen, 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 I'm not even trying to talk that much because we got a lot to the, to um, discuss today. So with that being said, let's go ahead and get into today's episode and talk to our co-host. everybody thank you so much again for tuning in and I'm so excited because I have my co-host here Miss Tiffany J. Wims of Tiffany J. Wims Ministries listen y'all this woman right here (laughs) I must say that because I love I love her transparency and just her realness and rawness like I think that's what drew me to her so y'all gonna definitely see throughout this episode how real and transparent and that's why I was just super excited I had to save her for last no 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 (laughs) no nothing I'm saying like because I really do I think that our spirits do connect in a in a a special way so um with that being said Miss Tiffany go ahead and tell the people who you are and how you serve the kingdom yes first of all let me say thank you so much Kenzie for allowing me to be on this podcast. I'm super excited and I just see great things happening for you. Um, My name is Tiffany J. Williams, Tiffany Jackson Williams. You can follow me on Facebook at Tiffany J. Williams Ministry. My ministry consists of building the kingdom and also ministering and helping women of different age, different ethnicities, different backgrounds. Um, I haven't always been the Tiffany that you may see as you begin to follow my ministry. And so I draw to people that are just really authentically real and going through some stuff. And so I just want to be as dope and as unique as possible to draw people to the kingdom. So that is what I do. And that is my ministry. Um, So like I said, you can follow me at Tiffany J. Williams ministry at Facebook. 
That's right, y'all. So make sure y'all check her out. Like she's like she said, she's dope. She's dope. Um, her she's just really authentic. So I think that's that's why I say I think that's what definitely drew me because I've always been a person who's like I really don't like all that fake stuff. I'm yeah. not with you know what I'm saying. Like don't yeah. fake the funk with me. Don't tell me this and that just because you think that's what I want to hear. Right. Like no, right. I need I need the real real. So. Yeah, I just respect that you are one of those people. So, um, yeah, with that being said, y'all, as y'all can see, the title of this podcast today is Sexy and Saved. Okay. So, woo woo. Yes, yes. Yes, honey. Okay. So, the reason why I brought you on, Tiffany, to talk about this is because, like, I see you as a woman as a woman who carries herself confidently, you know what I'm saying? And um, I feel as though I felt like it was right. It just something in my spirit just felt like, oh, she's going to speak to somebody. You know what I'm saying? So just starting out. So we got sexy. We got saved. Break it down for (laughs) me. What was was okay? We can start out with save first. You know, let's go ahead and sanctify the folk. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then let's break it down for sexy. So just give me like a quick little definition, save sexy. Okay. To me, saved is when you profess your love to Jesus Christ, when you accept him as your personal savior and you say, God, come into my heart, come into my life, that I want to be made more like you. I believe that you died on the cross for my sins. Um, the three in one, the Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, that is saved to me. Once you bring him into your heart and you accept him as your father, then you are saved. But sexy to me, what is sexy to me? Um, sexy, sexy to me is just being sexy and cool, like TLC said at the same time. I mean, being uniquely dope. Uh, we all have our own sense of style and grace. So having a good heart on the inside. I think oftentimes as Christians, women, we hear the word sexy and we automatically start thinking, okay, she's showing her thighs or uh, she just being, you know, she got a nice size butt or a nice figure. But sexy to me, is knowing who you are in Christ. And I mean, being that Proverbs 31 woman, being a woman that finds God, um, that finds God attractive. And I mean, not a man, but God, <laughs> because oftentimes we don't think that we can be intimate with God, but in all actuality we can. So that is what sexy is to me. Okay. That's, I think that's pretty, that's, that's a beautiful <laughs> capture of yeah. you know what saved and sexy is so you know I that's why I wanted to touch on this because you know it is something that like some people just like re- get like uncomfortable about like yes. they're yes. like oh sexy uh-uh honey that's yes. just right you save so ain't no sexy nowhere right. and I'm gonna be um, honest when I first got saved I used to be like okay you know what I need to wear these long skirts and all of that but then I was like I need to be me who God made me to be having my own sense of style and just rocking me. Like I know me and I know my heart and I know who I am in Christ. So that's what being sexy to me is. You don't have to be scared of that word or be scared to just be transparent in your style of what you feel. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think that, you know, just 
like people it, it's just the context that you you're speaking about sexy because like when you when you're speaking in terms of like marriage like yeah. I think my definition of sexy when you're speaking in terms of marriage is your ability to like uh, exude sexual nature yeah so of course that's gonna be like of course that's you can be sexy in the bedroom and things of that nature but I think when we start taking it out of the context because at the end of the day when you break it down like to exude sexual nature you got to talk about sex and when you talk about sex that is between the you know the intimate session or Mm -hmm. the the honestly the form of worship between man Man and and woman yes um so you have to keep that in that context of marriage however nowadays like I think if you don't take it so heavy that sexy can also be translated into confidence however I just think that sexy is an attribute to confidence like overall like you can take confidence everywhere you know what I'm saying like but you know sexy is a part of that attribute I mean I'm sorry sexy is an attribute to that confidence right right because oftentimes uh, a lot of women that are sexy don't have (laughs) self-confidence because we often look at the outer appearance and not the inner appearance so the world system of what sexy may be what you look like on the outside exactly exactly that's oh that is so true I just yeah for sure I think that we have like really misconstrued what you know sexy is it's especially going by what society says sexy yes. is because now it's it's the Cardis it's the Megs yes it's, you know that's what sexy is and I'm like uh that's first <laughs> off that's wrong shit right um, exactly <laughs> yes that's thing. so <laughs> exactly like sexy don't necessarily mean for you like it it doesn't sexy isn't of a degree or value of what you can offer sexually it's it's about that confidence that you carry so I think that was beautifully put I I do yes so okay so my next question so as far I know we've been talking about sexy so do you consider yourself sexy I know that's probably like uh yeah but I'm saying like (laughs) What makes you consider yourself sexy? Yes, I, I actually do consider myself sexy. I mean, being a married woman, I have to still make sure that I'm looking nice and acting even nicer. So, I mean, like we, we discussed, it's not always about what's on the outside, but what's on the inside. And I just believe in self-confidence because if you make yourself look nice, if you dress yourself up, if you just um, purify yourself on the inside and have that connection with God and also with your spouse. I mean, your confidence is going to shoot through the roof. You're going to roof. You're going to feel, you're going to feel sexy enough. So yes, I do feel sexy. Um, I haven't always felt like that. I mean, it comes from me having a relationship with God and just having a godly spouse. He tells me all the time that I'm sexy, that I, I look good. I look nice that I'm pretty, that I smell good. So, that that has a lot to do with why I feel sexy, Kenzie. <laughs> yeah, I definitely, I feel you on it. I definitely agree. I think that when it is being produced, like, out of a good place, and, of course, marriage is the best place for that to be produced. Like, I think in the past, of course, I have dealt with self-esteem issues. And, of course, you know, it's been a lot of times that I didn't feel sexy. It's been a lot of times that I didn't feel attractive and things of that nature. And I think that was simply because like, you know, of course, just being real, like 
sex outside of marriage and stuff like that when it's yep. being like I said when it's being produced out of a good place now when you turn it and it's being produced out of a sinful yes. place and produced out of sinful nature then of course you're going to reap those rotten fruit from that yes, you know because a lot of people don't understand that soul ties are real so <laughs> I mean whoever yes. you're laying up with outside of your marriage because in all actuality Sex between a, a man and a wife is just beautiful to God. You're ministering in that moment. Um, it's like a covenant that's made. And so, uh, but when you do it outside of your marriage, when you lay in a bed that's defiled outside of your marriage, I mean, you bring in different spirits and different ties because oftentimes where the soul tie comes in at Kenzie is when we lay up with the man that we're not married to. And then we do get into a, a, to a relationship where God allows us to get married. We then bring in that extra baggage of why we don't feel self-confidence, why we feel like we're not sexy enough because of what we allow to attach to us during sex while laying up for years and having unprotected sex with different men. They brought their packages and different things onto us. So that is still attached to us. So that's why sometimes the devil and the enemy gets into our head where we can't feel sexy enough with our husband or our spouse. We don't feel self-confident because of what we attached to previously in our relationships. Yeah. I, yeah. I, that's, that's real. That's real right there. Cause <laughs> man, it's like, and you wonder why you like struggling. So you like, why are we struggling in this intimacy mm -hmm. area? Um, that's simply because, you know, you've glorified it for so long in a place, in a time when you were not supposed to. Yes. So now this is what you are reaping. So now, you know, you, you got, you're going to have to go through the motions to get through mm -hmm. this. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, yeah, I, yeah, that was good. That was good. So as far as like, you know, we still on the topic, we still on the topic and we are married women. So as far as like, you know. Um, we ain't got to go into detail if you want, but, you know, spicing <laughs> it up and, you know, being sexy and, oh, yes. on the subject of sexy. Mm -hmm. Like, what's your stance like with the lingerie and keeping it spicy like you? Listen, Kenzie, listen, listen, honey, listen, <laughs> I do believe in spicing it up. I, I most definitely believe Um, I ain't going to lie sometimes. We do, me, myself, I like to go to bed in my big t-shirt, my acne cream on, and my hair rollers and my big head scarf and my little, you know, sweatpants on or whatever. But every now and then I have to remind my husband that he is appreciated <laughs> and that I, I just want to look good for him. I want to put on some lingerie. I want to make him look, uh, feel special. I want to feel special. I mean, because in all actuality, I mean, being married to your spouse, you, you have to spice it up every now and then. You, you don't want him to just see you going to bed looking all raggedy and, and whatnot. And then he wake up and that's the first thing he remembers what you look like before you fell asleep. And so sometimes you do have to spice it up a little bit. So I most definitely believe in lingerie. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. I, I'm there with you. Um, I know early on when I was married and stuff like that, like I wasn't 
thinking on that term like uh, I'm thinking more so selfishly and I'm like I don't feel like it like mm-hmm. I'm tired like da da this that and the third and then I start to think I'm like you know what you can't be that selfish you know because at the end of the day like y'all of course man and woman like we do operate differently and my love language is different than his love language and for a lot of men from my research and stuff like that you know of course men they love that they feel a closer connection in being intimate like in the bed you know sexually so I'm like, I didn't think about it. And honestly, now it's not, I'm not ashamed to say, but even now uh, going on into five years um, next year, going into five years, like even now I'm still, I'm like freshly learning like, okay, okay. So you gonna have to, like, you gonna have to put aside being tired sometimes. You gonna yes. have to put your big girl panties on and like, sometimes, yes. like, you know, do what yes. you gotta do. Like, cause exactly. Because my husband, he right, because my husband, he's much younger than me. And so uh, he's about seven and a half years younger than me. And so I have to realize sometimes, even starting out when we got married, not to be so selfish, because I mean, my body is changing physically and mentally. And so a lot of things that I am going through now because of my age is differently from what he's going through and what he's been used to because he's dated women younger than me. And so um, now that we're married, I have to understand, like, I got to keep, I got to keep it spicy. I got to, you know, I have to put my issues to the side sometimes and just, okay, Tiffany, I know you tired, but you know, you have to make your husband feel good. And the Bible does speak on, on withholding intimacy from your husband. And so, um, I mean, when he asks, you have to, you know, you got to put out sometime, can't you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just real. That's yeah. honestly, that's just yeah. real. And some women, like, it's, and I'm, I was one of those women, you know what I'm saying? I was like, too. Yeah. You know, like, we have to learn the hard way. And I, of course, I hate to say that, but I did learn the hard way to where it's like, it's like, it's not going to, you when you can't enter sex thinking like, oh my gosh, I don't want to do this. Da, 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 right. da, da. You have to go into it thinking like, okay, this isn't this, this isn't even just about me. Honestly, like not to just be thinking so deep about sex. Cause of course, like not in that moment, you're not thinking like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you can't go into sex thinking that way. You, you honestly have to, imagine it like the way that you go into worship like into church mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like you getting ready like lord thank you god like i'm you're excited there's yes. an expectancy yes so i think you have to just go into that with an expectancy of oh this is just this is beautiful this right. is seen as beautiful to god because i know i struggled with that um and i know i feel like it's because we don't really talk about like in the church, we don't talk about the intimacy between a man and a woman. I'm not a man and a woman. I'm sorry. We do talk about the intimacy between a man and a woman because we always talk about how wrong it is to have sex before marriage. But I was never taught what um, sex was between a man and a wife, what intimacy was, how it was worship, how it was beautiful um, between you and the covenant you made with your husband and with God, how um, it was just a beautiful thing in that moment. And sometimes, I was at the point where like, I don't want to do it today. Like, I just don't like, but you know, it came with communication too, because oftentimes Kenzie, we don't realize that it is a center with whole sex from your spouse, but I had to communicate with my husband on another level and let him know mentally. I'm just, there's some things going on with me mentally is why I'm not able to, I don't want to perform. It's not, I'm able to, but mentally there's some stuff that's 
just inside of me and it just filled with communication. And so now that we communicate better with each other, our intimacy with each other is way better because he understands emotionally how to attach himself to me emotionally so that I can be physical with him doing intimacy. If I'm making sense. (laughs) Yeah, most definitely. It's that selflessness. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, okay, I, I definitely, I definitely think that because sex is a form of communication, um, a lot for for men more so than women like we communicate with our heart you know what i'm saying yeah. like we communicate by talking but they communicate that way so uh-huh. i think it's just that understanding it, that interchange of understanding i think that's where that that close knitness comes from yes yes yeah that's 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 good that's good um so let's see here let me let me see i got some more questions for you girl <laughs> i'm just trying to i'm going down the list here <laughs> So, um, okay, so let's get on. We're talking about sexiness and things of that nature. Um, But we do know that to a a certain degree, and there is a line that you cross and it does kind of go, it goes into like promiscuity and, Mm -hmm. you know, things of that nature. So at what, like, what's that line? At what point does that cross into promiscuity? Uh Uh-huh. To me, when sexy becomes being promiscuous is when you use your looks or your sex appeal to get what you want. I mean, when you start mixing sexiness with sex, uh, self-pleasure, then it becomes a problem because, I mean, you taunt and you flirt with others or you say sexual things in order to get a job or a promotion. And, and I'm going to be honest with you, Kenzie, we deal with this in the church because a lot of women go to church and dress and act a certain way to entertain or to impress a man. And a lot of women in the church act sexual in order to get a certain man or that certain someone that they may find attractive. So that's when being promiscuous and being sexual becomes a problem. That's my, that's my form on my take on sexy and being promiscuous. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely agree. I think it's like, I think it's according to the attention that you're seeking, like, Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you in a setting and of course you cannot help what other people consider sex. Right. If you're in a setting with other men, me being a married woman and I'm in a setting with other men, that's not my husband. I can't, what I cannot control is what they will determine sexy about me. But what I can be mindful of is, you know, what I'm already aware of that I know may be, you know, sexy and things of that nature. So I know how to move and shape Mm -hmm. and I know what, to what degree, but at the same time, I'm not going to cover myself. So I'm not going to hide and do all those things but you know I can still you know exude that sexual nature however I'm not I'm not doing that for the attention of other man if my husband is in the room that's for him if he's not then you know (laughs) you don't need to be there (laughs) exactly exactly yes I mean because even um my my husband had to tell had to tell me um one time like you know what you may find don't think is sexy to other men is sexy so just even how like you 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 walk around on how you sit on the front row and you know your legs are out and stuff like that you know like uh-huh. you know I just didn't think about it because me personally I mean I've always kind of been tomboyish I've always hung around my cousins and a lot of guy friends so I never really even considered just if a whole bunch of guys are around just you know in the mix or whatever but then I had to realize like okay Tiffany 
you have to tone down a little bit. Like it's a time and place for everything, how you act and how you carry yourself. You might can't act a certain way around certain guys, this group of people that you would act around this group of this group of guys. If that if that makes right. sense. So yeah. yeah, that's mo that yeah, most definitely. I like my husband, like it's not been a lot of times, but it's been a couple times of especially early within our marriage. It's been, you know, sometimes that he might have been like, Hey babe, that yeah, that, um, <laughs> yeah. It's a little uh it's a little tight. Yeah, <laughs> Or it, even with like, because I'm a nice person, like I'm, I, if you contact me or something, I'm, I'm just a nice person. Yes, I, I try are. to be sociable. Yes, yeah. So, you know, like if it's been an instance or, you know, something like that, where it's like maybe a guy message or something like that, and it may not even be anything. It may be something like trying to get it, us to go somewhere mm -hmm. or do something and because I'm like very hospitable yes. I'm like yeah sure like it's no no flirtation on my end or anything but he like babe you gotta be yes because yes. some dudes may take that and just and, and he knows it's not me mm -hmm. he's just like babe exactly. I know dudes and that's, that's how know that's them. how my um, husband had to do I'm a, like one time we went to Walmart I'm gonna give you an example one time we went to Walmart and um, me not really thinking um, that no one from Walmart's help you take your your groceries to the car like they don't do that mm -hmm. and so yeah. um, me and my husband went shopping and this guy he was like i can help you take your groceries i'm like okay he was like no nah. yeah. he was like no nah, bro i got it and i was like why you <laughs> and i was like why you do that he was like he will flirt with you he was like what dude in walmart help you when you have known a walmart worker to come and help you take your groceries <laughs> and i was like wow and then he had to tell me like you know certain things you say and what you do you have to be mindful because they may not, you may not see this flirting, but I know guys, I know them. <laughs> they are flirting. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm same, same here. I'm like, I'm oblivious to yes. some of that stuff. I'm like, oh, he was flirting. Right. I honey, I wouldn't know what no right, flirt. Honey. I don't know what that Because I'm just so like, I'm just so nice and just like, yeah, come on, let's go, you know, like, he like, bang, yeah. can't do that with him because he kind of, you know, he a little. Yeah, little, little, you know, yeah, little flirtation. Right, right. You don't want to, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he sees. Yeah, he yeah. Sees. <laughs> yeah. So actually, that does lead me into my next question. So as far as like, I say groupies and stuff like that, but have you ever had like instances where it's been, you know, opposite to where you know you you don't had to like correct some women? Yes, ma'am trying to be exude that sexiness on on, on your hood yes ma'am uh-huh <laughs> i mean i don't i don't know why this is but a lot of men of the cloth a lot of women are attracted to them i don't know why and a lot of musicians um women mm -hmm. are attracted to a lot of musicians and i know that you can attest to this and there's uh -huh. been certain moments certain points i had to pull my husband to the side not out of being jealous but just to let him know like hey babe she you know, tell shawty, you know, <laughs> like she, yeah, like chill, chill out. out a little bit, you know, she doing too much, touching all too much. <laughs> touching yeah. not, okay. <laughs> Thou shall not <laughs> touch that one, right? You know? <laughs> and so, right. um, I just had to, yeah, I have, I, I deal with it a lot. I mean, even from the quartet world, Lord help us. Um, oh, yeah. You know, it's a lot of women that come for the, just for the men, not for the singing, but they come to look mm -hmm, at the men, yes, it. honey. And so, you know, my husband, he had to tell me, babe, just, I, I got it. I ain't going to, you know, I ain't going to disrespect you in no kind of way. Just chill a little bit and just, so it takes a lot, Kenzie, for me to just sit and deal 
with certain things. But yeah, there have been moments where I had to be like, look, you're doing too much. There have been moments where I've had to actually go and grab my husband and be like, okay, thank you. You know, because she was a little uh-huh. flirtatious and stuff. And my husband's so nice and just so he's genuine. Like he's going to talk. He's going to do, he's not going to interrupt the conversation. He's going to listen. He's going to do, you know, but then I got like, okay, she a little too touchy feeling and rubbing his back and stuff. And I had to walk on like, all right, babe, let's <laughs> let's yeah. get on out. Exactly. Go, you know, I'm trying to catch no charge today. You know? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm there with you. Cause I'm yeah. like, I'm a very, I'm quiet, um, you know, and I, I really mm-hmm. don't say much because yeah. I am a very observant person. Mm-hmm. So nine times out of 10, I already done caught it before you even walk, like before you even step foot in the door. Yeah. I'm watching yes. you. It's just something like I'm, and I'm We not, have that intuition though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because we know women, we know how they move, even jokingly when they say different stuff, mm-hmm. uh, when they say stuff. Can I have a piece of gum? You got some more candy? Like, you know, like stuff like that. Yeah. You know, we, we catch it. Yeah. We catch it in the spirit. Trying so. to see how far he going to go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. Test, <laughs> test not. Yes. No, <laughs> <laughs> but for real, Lord, I mean, that's. But that is something that's an area, um, honestly, like that is an area that I'm working on. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not necessarily a jealous person, but I am protective. I am yes. like, I'm, and that's, of course, I know that's just not me, but you know what I'm saying? Like, because, and I'll probably talk more about this on my podcast later on, but because of our circumstances and things that have transpired within our marriage, mm-hmm. I that's just me as of right now not to say that I won't change but I'm very 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 watchful um because sometimes God will show me stuff in dreams like I've always been like that when I was younger like I see I had like dreams like and I don't know what they mean I don't I can't really interpret them like that but Mm -hmm. something sit like within me like it'll sit on me all day you know what I'm saying like I'm just like I think about it and it keep it'll keep keep coming keep itching yep. at me you know what I'm saying until something is done until something is said so yeah I'm just yeah mm-hmm. yeah 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 <laughs> yeah me and you the same so I mean I'm a dreamer there's been instances where I've dreamed of of stuff and different women flirting and saying different things and I mean and it it came to pass and me and my husband was like wow you know because just out of him being a friend and not really just observing it from that standpoint until you know because some women will try to you know, my husband, he's always, can I pray for you if you need prayer or whatever? And sometimes women do inbox him and say, can you pray for me? But then sometimes you have other women that try to take it to another level yeah. <laughs> with, um, you know, with outside of prayer. And he have to let me know. And then I have to then intervene because he doesn't want to, you know, go back and forth. I then have to intervene and say, look, you know, <laughs> I pray for you. Don't don't do that. This is you crossing the line. And so I'm very protective. Because not only just of him, but I'm protective of his image and how women, women crazy, they'll do, they'll do some crazy stuff and say certain things. So I told him you have to be aware and have to be very protective of who you are in this marriage because women do not care. Yeah, that's, (laughs) that's very true. And that's why I always, not to say that I, you know, every single day and I, Mm -hmm. but I try my best to be mindful to always include my husband and my prayers and stuff like that because- 
when I think about a woman now, people should know that it's me and my husband. They should know when there is a Moses, there is a Kenzie. So Mm -hmm. when I think about women trying and stuff like that, you know, I just, I really honestly have a heart for them. Um, because I'm like, that comes from a hurtful, that that has to come from a very, very insecure place and you're hurting honestly. And I feel so, you know, I, I feel bad because like, you feel like you have to go for someone else's man or someone right. else's husband, someone else's protection right. um, and interrupt that because you feel like you will be validated because you got him. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, I feel you. I feel yeah. You. So I feel yeah. like there is a, yeah. Yeah. So stuff like that, honestly, like now just given what I have gone through, like I, I really try not to worry about that stuff anymore because honestly, at the end of the day, I don't know. I'll ne- like, I don't know what goes on behind my back. That's not to say that I don't trust my husband, but my trust mm-hmm. is not in, hi- not necessarily in him, but my trust is more so in God to carry. Right. Him. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. Exactly. To help him. And that's what I pray because I know that sometimes women might say things and might come at my husband, but I just, when I, in my prayer, I say, God helped him, help him to be wise and to use wisdom and to know when to cease the conversation and when to not even entertain. (laughs) So yeah, that's what I pray for. Like God help them to make godly decisions and not fall weak and make mistakes. Because I mean, I honestly, we are the flesh. (laughs) Uh We get tempted. We get tempted. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. We get tempted, especially in marriage. I mean, the devil, the enemy will send, men that look good your way will send women that looks good his way i mean all the time mm-hmm. <laughs> all the time i mean when i was single well were you exactly <laughs> and now that i'm married you i'm like okay god what you doing right <laughs> okay. right it, it happens it does yeah. i mean yeah. and that's just real like that's yeah. just being human that's just being honest and real like we have temptations we have issues we have you know, the enemy tries us daily, you know what I'm saying? But, right. you know, just being steadfast and just standing on God, like, yes. that's pretty much what you got to do. Is, yes. I think I think it was on one of your girl talks, Sierra had said, you know, when you are, um, when you get married and your wife, you really sign up to be an intercessor. Yes, and do. I do, I do believe that. I do. Um, I'm yes. seeing that now because I'm like, God, um, marriage is hard. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm like, God, why did you give me this assignment? And you know, like what right. is my purpose in this assignment? Because now I'm like, you say that you wouldn't put more on me than I can bear. And God, I can think back to days where I bawled my eyes out and like really right. was just hurting. And I'm like, God, but yet still I, I was able to get up and keep moving and stuff like that. So I'm like, God, what, what is my, like, what is my purpose here in this assignment like what am I to do to help him like specifically so uh, I think I've been more so asking him that now because now I guess you know getting over this five-year hump I guess they say that's when you really (laughs) that's when you know yeah and Um, me and my husband are just we at two years I mean being married we're we're at two years and so I mean for me it took a while because I had to realize now that it's not just so much about me um, that I have to really intercede, like Sierra said, um, interse- intercessory prayer. <clears throat> just sometimes I have to just go on my knees for him because we wear our, our emotions on our shoulders like women do. We can verbally tell you what's going on with us. I mean, it's certain stuff we can. Um, and they hold a lot in and they go through a lot. 
And so I had to ask God, like you said, God, what is my purpose in this marriage? What is my duty? Why did you join us two together? And I had to realize it's to push him to his greater because um, a lot of men don't have people to have anybody to really just push them to who they need to be. So I feel like as wives, our job is to push them and motivate them daily because once they are motivated, because I mean, and I'll honestly say, if you're in a relationship with somebody, even, I mean, just not even outside of your marriage, if you're just um, with somebody that you've been with long-term and you, you want to possibly spend the rest of your life with them, I'm just saying this person is out of a job and they get discouraged. A man without money in their pocket. <laughs> I mean, honey, that's on a whole nother level. You, we don't really mentally understand the the um, the um how a man, how it hurts them to have to go and ask or ask their spouse or their, their girl or their, their woman, just like, I need this. Can you push through? And then, I mean, it was time my husband was out of a job. I mean, he was out of a job for months. And I mean, he really got depressed. He got, he just was like, I'm not even going to fill out another application, but I had to be the one to motivate him. Like, baby, let, let's go. Like, let's go. We're going to do 30 applications a day. I don't care. Um, not you sitting up in here. You ain't, you know, like, no. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. you know, like, no, don't, don't do that. You see, like, don't do that. Like I had to be like, Tiffany, stop. Like you need to be motivating him. You need to be encouraging him, like help him pray for him. Mm-hmm. Like you need to intercede because it may be your prayer that opens the door for this greater job. It may be your prayer that opens the door for y'all finances and stuff to change. You have to intercede. He can't birth anything, God, because he doesn't have the proper womb to do that. God gave you Mm. the ability to birth. (laughs) You birth. So when you birthed it and he sees it, then it'll come in fruition. He'll say, man, I got to get on the same page as my wife. Let's let's do this. Let's motivate and help each other. How can a Mm. man birth something out? (laughs) You're supposed to be the helpmate. He wants to be the provider, but God is asking you to birth it. And once he sees it coming to fruition, and then God said, I have greater. I have greater for your marriage. I have greater for your relationship, but I need you to birth it and push him to the next. So Mm. that's my take on that. Yeah, that was, man, that was, (laughs) girl, that was good. That was good. It just, it just really, it, it really makes me think about like, Adam and Eve and how mm-hmm. how we don't really understand how valuable we are in um I guess our um influence on our yes. husbands yes. because <laughs> a lot of the times we think helper we think oh a wife is a servant a helper da 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 da, da. but at the same time when you really put it in a, a spiritual context God himself is a helper mm-hmm. so therefore my place in this marriage is 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 you know a to influence high yeah it's, it's a highly it's, it's not un- anything to look down upon I think a lot of women get really scared when it comes like to that submission thing I know that's something that I'm still working on Me but too, as Andy. I start yeah <laughs> As I really start to research, I'm like, it's not something that I should even try to combat. And I think this deception within me is what makes me draw back and say, uh-uh, he ain't finna tell me. Or, right. no, this ain't, <laughs> no, I'm not, uh-uh, I'm a grown woman. You right. don't tell me, you know what I'm saying? Right. You know? yep. So I think that deception and how I have been deceived, how I've allowed sin to to deceive me to think that mm-hmm. because my husband says something that it's for me to go against. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like- exactly. Exactly. And you made a, a very um valid point, Kenzie. You said 
um, going back to Adam and Eve. And a lot of people say that Eve tricked Adam, but she didn't trick him. She influenced him. Mm. <laughs> she influenced him because he loved her so much. And so he seen something in her. And he was like, I'm going to trust what she says. And she says, mm-hmm. it's okay to eat this apple. Then I'm going to eat it. And, 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 you know, so that's where that comes from. A woman um, is to influence the husband, to to help him, to to mold him, to shape him, to get him to his better, to push him and just encourage. So to all my my married women, I mean, I just, I feel like we should just be an encourager to your helpmate. And I'm still learning that. I am still learning that today. I mean, <laughs> every day I'm learning it. Yeah. Me too, girl. Me mm-hmm. too. Um, yeah, that's something because the, I guess my, um, up, not up. Yeah. Upbringing. Mm-hmm. Um, I am, a, my parents divorced, of course. Um, but for the most part, I had my mom and dad in the home. However, you know, a lot of times people be like, Oh, you got your mom and dad in the house. Like you got a name, man. <laughs> like that's just, yeah. See you. And I'm like, I'm grateful. I'm so very thankful. And that's no, you know, no, mm-hmm. no saying that my parents didn't do the very best that they could with me, you know, to end their marriage with me, to raise us. But at the same time, what I grew up in was a toxic, like, I didn't, I never really knew what a healthy relationship was. You know what I'm saying? Right. I never really even knew what that model, like what I saw toxicity, I saw arguing. I, I thought, honestly, to be honest, when I got into a marriage, um, I really did think that you, you, when you argue, that's what you, yeah. that's called, that's love. That's you know fine. what I'm saying? Like yeah. we argue and we get back. That's it, honey. That's love. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But sometimes like, okay, yeah. If you know how to argue, I mean, if you know how to, you know, talk things out, mm-hmm. da, 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 but sometimes that's toxic and I, I didn't necessarily, you know, right. that was toxic. Right. But, and I mean, me, um, I grew up in a, my, my uncle adopted me. And so I grew up with them and they had been married for years. But um, what I saw in that was, I mean, they um, they were married, but she was he went to work, and she was more of the whatever. I'm gonna I'm gonna cater to my man, like cooking, cleaning, ironing his shirts, his, his pants, cook, making dinner uh, every day, lunch, <laughs> snack, mm-hmm. you know. And so that's what I thought. That's what I thought was happiness. That's what I grew up on. But and even when me and my husband got married, um. Even when my husband got me and my husband got married, I thought that he wasn't supposed to cook. So we would even argue about him cooking <laughs> because I'm like, mm. you're not supposed to cook. You're not supposed to iron your clothes. You're not, you know, he was like, baby, <laughs> what's <laughs> the, like, what's wrong right. with you? Like, that's not submitting to me because you because you cook because you clean. That's not that's not my mm. form of submission. My form of submission is wow. it's letting me be the head. And if I see something spiritually or physically. I'm going to tell you like this, this submission to me, not because you ironing my clothes and they fold it before I get home. Like that's not submission to me, but that's what I thought. <laughs> that's what I thought, <laughs> you know, cause you go yeah. off, of, you go based off of what you see in the environment you grew up in. That That's what you go off. Of. You know, it's, it's funny that you said how your husband would like, just cause you cooking clean for me. That don't mean that you're submitting to me. Like it's funny because 
for for a minute like when me and my husband would have like disagreements and stuff like that and like that would come up and I'm like well I'll do this and that and I'm like I really did think that yes. that was love you know what I'm I was that doing was something that was love I'm like I, boy I cook for you I get up in the morning yes. I make your lunch <laughs> I do this I wash these clothes I, right. I clean up you know right. what I'm saying and I'm like that ain't love and right. then you know my feeling of course after you know God had to deal with me on it but my feelings was hurt mm-hmm. because I thought I took it as him saying you know with him saying like babe that's not like I, I appreciate you doing that but that's not yes all you know what yes. I'm saying that's not everything that's not just what a wife is yes. you know what I'm saying just to be here and just clean up right. after me and do this and that and I think what and really so, got my attention was when my husband me and him was talking one day he was like baby I've been wanting to tell you something that's been bothering me but I've been afraid to tell you because I didn't want to hurt your feelings or for you to get mad. And that for me was like, wow, like my husband feels like he can't come and talk to me. Like yeah. I won't submit under to what he's saying to me or I won't submit or I feel some type of way because he's trying to express to me how he feels about a certain situation. So that for me was like a, 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 the icebreaker. That was an eye opener. Yeah. For me. Like, okay, Tiff, yeah. you cook and you clean. I mean, if he wasn't here, you still would do the same thing. So, but <laughs> I right, mean, right. you know, <laughs> yeah, that you should be appreciative that your wife cook and clean. But that's to me, that's not submission. Like, that's not, yeah, submitted. yeah. I definitely agree. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree. Um, yeah, yeah, that was good. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> um, let me see. Okay, so I do have a few more questions. Okay. Um, so let me see. We had to learn this somewhere. Okay. Mm-hmm. We had to learn. And I know that earlier we both mentioned like the church really don't teach us right. stuff. Right. You know what I'm saying? They, a lot of the times they tell us don't do it. But after that's done, um, after we actually do get married, we really don't even, of course we, we, we know because, uh-huh. you know, some of us, <laughs> a lot of us know, but <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, right. so we learn these things from somewhere. So I'm just being honest, just being a woman in my transparency. Mm-hmm. God is God is really helping me with this. So I will be honest, I learned a lot of my stuff from pornography. Okay. And the reason why is because like my my mom, she would try to she used to try to talk to me about stuff sometimes and stuff like that. But of course, my dad didn't talk to me about sex. Mm -hmm. And I really didn't know only from like my surroundings, my environments, my my friends. And so, of course, they learned from sex. I mean, from porn. Mm -hmm. And also, like I had a lot in my surroundings. A lot of my friends did get, you know, a little uh, pregnant early yes. and stuff like that so of course I, I was just like drawn into that mm-hmm. um so I got a lot of my inspiration from that and I will definitely say that that really ruined my perception of intimacy wow wow <laughs> it did yeah that's deep. <laughs> that's deep it did that's deep it did that's deep I mean how I view it I mean of course my husband and I minister so I mean we hold a standard when it comes to our marriage um, because mm-hmm. we committed it before God and so I mean that's not something that I, I believe in watching or desire to watch yeah have I ever watched it yeah <laughs> exactly. in my younger days yeah I mean <clears throat> yeah I have um, but as now that's not something that I desire to watch me personally um, I think that in a marriage if whatever is lacking in within being intimate I feel like you should share your thoughts and feelings on what you both desire, like 
teach each other, train each other, help, help ask and show. I mean, that's just how I feel about mm-hmm. it. Like, if you feel like one partner is lacking uh, when it comes to intimacy or if I'm lacking, like I tell my husband, tell me, like, what do you need? What do you, what do you desire? And so that's what I feel like. Yeah. No amount of um, watching a movie or watching a video can amount to the intimacy that you and your spouse hold within mm-hmm. each other because it's like I said, it's something between you, him, and God. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. it's like purified worship. And I think people miss that because we are so focused on what the world think good sex is. <laughs> exactly. What, what good sex is, like what they think, their perspective of what you did when you were with um, other individuals before you got married, your past relationships and what you thought that was. But once I got with my husband, I realized that's not it. <laughs> the intimacy exactly. that you yeah. guys share when you really love each other in spite of, I mean, you could teach each other, grow each other, like into your desires mm-hmm. of what you both want, what you both lack, <laughs> what you both exactly. need from each other. That's, that's, that's great intimacy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Most definitely. Most definitely. Um, yeah, I definitely agree. I think that um that's why I think early within my marriage I did struggle in the area because not to say like I knew that the I knew that because in the church, you know, they always tell you porn is wrong, mm-hmm. da, 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 da. So of course I was naturally drawn there because of yes. y'all not really supplying me with anything. So y'all telling me not to watch that. So of course I'm gonna watch that. And oh, lo and behold, this is what they're right. doing. Oh, this is what we're supposed it's to it. do. <laughs> Got you. Okay. Right. And so I think as I started to see that and stuff like that and be influenced by that at a at a younger mm-hmm. age, um, I think that that's when I started to develop them self-esteem issues because I thought that that's that how it was done. The woman. Right. Yeah. That's, I thought that that was the woman that I was supposed right. to be. That's what the men want. And so I was just disappointed when that wasn't right. enough, you know right. what I'm saying? And so I think that, yeah, that just gives us a, a microwave perception of what exactly. intimacy is and really, yeah, you know, sex is a part of intimacy. Sex is just a portion mm-hmm. of it. Um, but you know, there are a lot of parts of intimacy. And so I think that, yeah, that just, that just, yes, me. It because just sex, sex and intimacy is two different things. I mean, intimacy, I mean, even just when my husband holds me, I mean, <laughs> that's yes. holding me, that's being intimate. Like I want to cuddle with you, like nothing else yes. is cuddle. Like that's being intimate. Like if I'm just me, like. When he comes home from work, he gets in the shower, he lays down, and I just lay on his chest. Like, that's a form of intimacy. Like, when I can hear his heart beating, like, oh, my God. Like, that's a form of intimacy to me. And so, and when you coincide the two of sexiness and just being intimate with your spouse, I mean, you both giving each other your desires. Like, you're, you're just catering in that moment. You're catering to each other. I mean that's that's intimacy that's intimacy. and no yeah. amount of porn no amount of videos no amount of how many positions they tell you to do on these little videos you watch or listening to um what is it megan the stallion and uh nick and um mm-hmm. what's her name lord have mercy Carter beat about Party. wap no boo boo <laughs> no, that ain't even uh-uh. like i don't even think they understand like that's not even it that's not it you it's really it's it's so it's mm-hmm. it, it is and i is because you just don't they don't they haven't right 
And that comes back. <sighs> that comes back to being promiscuous. And when you're in the world and you live in a promiscuous, um, promiscuous lifestyle, and you're you're living that sexual lifestyle when you're in the world, um, you kind of bring that back to when you finally do get married and in a relationship because you think, okay, um, they said WAP get your bills paid, so uh, or get you what you want to get your nails done. Let me let me let me um just have sex with my husband so. I can get his card and go shopping. Like you think, you think like that <laughs> when you get in a marriage. Mm-hmm. You think like that because that's what the world taught you. But in all actuality, no, that is not it. Because I yeah. mean, I can still get what I need from my husband. I don't even have to, you know, just put it on him like they say I'm supposed to. Like <laughs> you know, I don't yeah, have to. Exactly. I don't have to be like, come on, let's get it because I, I I need this done. I need my hair done. Let me just go ahead yeah. and get them what he wants so I can get this. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Like gotta, it's like you putting that yeah. overtime, like <laughs> trying to just be this and be that girl. You need right. To you about to kill yourself. Like, you hurting. You about to kill yourself. Honey, you, chill, boo. You, Ooh, honey, I ain't got time. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> My knees wanna. But, exactly. I can't. I'm not. I can't do it. It's just that ain't, ain't for me. Cool. That's just not the no, lifestyle. That ain't it. <laughs> is <laughs> that <It's not. laughs> he's so silly <laughs> but but um that's good i this has been really yeah. really good like it really has um i do want to go ahead and i do have like just one last okay. little bit um so basically you know what are some pointers to you know the single and sexy um and saved of course single sexy saved or married sexy saved like what are some pointers that you give some them pointers that i would give is um some pointers that i had to learn myself and in going into a relationship before me and my husband even got married we dated and i just had to learn to self-care and to value myself to love me in spite of all of my flaws in spite of everything that i had previously been through to just uniquely own who I am because the world gives you this image and this, um, they, they deceive you on what sexy really is and what, 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 what you're supposed to look like a big booty. I mean, hips, a flat stomach, this nice shape, your 30, 40 inches of hair down your, you know, you, you know, they give you Mm -hmm. eyelashes, your nails and stilettos. Like they, that's the, the image that they give you on what sexy really is. And, and you, when you, Start watching other women and and being out. That's what you think, and that's what you try to form yourself into be. And but then I had to realize, like God made me beautiful. He made me uniquely His. He made me in the image of Him. And I know He don't make anything that's a mess because I belong to the King. <laughs> and so the King, Amen. I mean, there's no way He made me this way. Somebody's gonna love me for me. And I had to learn to love myself for me before I could accept somebody loving me for who I am. And so that's the point that I would give is just to love yourself. When you single, love yourself. Don't when when a man comes your way or a friend or anybody, they're gonna value you for who you already are. They're gonna upgrade you innerly, not out outwardly. <laughs> they're gonna upgrade your mind. Uh-huh. I mean, they're gonna upgrade your heart, like your way of thinking, your 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 how you talk, how you how you how you you know you carry yourself. They're gonna make you um want to become a better person. So that's how they're gonna upgrade you. Um, I mean, they're going to love you for who you are 
And so that's what I would say. And for the save, don't be ashamed to just be sexy. Not sexy as in your thighs and your stomach hanging out. Your, your boobs hanging out. <laughs> no, you that's not sexy to me. Like I said, sexy is just owning up to who you are. I mean, being you. Being, being you, dressing up, being you, like your own style. I try not to be like nobody else. I try to be like me. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to ride right. nobody else's wave. I want to ride the wave by myself. Like I want to create the wave. I want to be who I am. And so that's right. That's some pointers that I would give is just connect to God because once you connect to God, and once you get that intimate relationship with Him then you will realize what intimacy really is because a lot of people don't realize that you can be intimate with God. <laughs> like you can be yes. intimate with him. That, that intimacy, that's what God yearns for. He, he wants that. He wants you to love and desire him more than anything. So before you can desire things of the world, God wants you to desire him. Then that will be added unto you. <laughs> once you, you know, Man. that stuff comes naturally once you desire and become intimate with God. He'll give you the, the things of the word that your heart desires. So that will be added. That's mm. just a, a an addition. Your husband and your your you know your your lifestyle in the house and you know your your money and finances and stuff that you have, your shoes, your clothes. That's just an addition to what, what God wants to give to you. So that is that's my pointer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that. I needed that. That was yes. that was good. I, I know I keep saying that, but when something is good to me, like that's what I say. That's, that's cool. That's cool. So that that's was cool. good. <laughs> that was good. So yes, thank you so no much problem. again. Um, also, I'll I know I think you may have stated your social media and stuff like a way for people to get in mm -hmm. contact with you before. Um, but do you have anything coming up anywhere they can see you or yes. you got any upcoming events yes. or anything? You can just, you can watch me on my Facebook. I go live, um, sporadically. Mostly I go live every Wednesday night for Bible study. Um, you can just meet me there on Facebook, Tiffany Jackson Williams, that's spelled W-Y-M-B-S, Tiffany Jackson Williams on Facebook. Um, I do a girl talk every now and then, um, as God leads me to do, I do have another paint virtual paint night coming up um which will be in december so y'all stay tuned for that it's going to be a mother daughter paint night and i'm just super excited about that one and also you can follow my ministry page i post all my videos and every time i i minister the word or i go somewhere um i post all my flyers and everything on there and i post my videos so you guys can follow me at tiffany jackson williams on facebook or tiffany j williams ministry on facebook Yes, y'all. So make sure y'all check her out. Make sure y'all tune in on her lives. Like she, she has video. Y'all gonna see the messages. <laughs> y'all gonna see like, and she gets the like. Not to say, of course, that's mm -hmm. the most important thing, but she does have yeah. views and stuff like that. So it's people listening. It ain't like she yes. only talking reckless. <laughs> so you know, like this is she's um, you know, she's one of the people. Like I was, I saw a likeness mm -hmm. between us two. Um, we're close in age, and I was just like, I don't know what it like when I, even when I first met you, like I saw that you were kind of staying mm -hmm. offish, and anybody else may have interpreted it that as like, oh, she thinks she's mm -hmm. better than anybody, da da da. But honestly, it made me intrigued. I was yep. like, hmm, something within me. I was like, wow. hmm. I, f I don't know what it is, but I, I would like to get to know her more. I would like to see like what 
what she had like what is what is it what does she what does she what who is she wow. you know? and when me and my husband first met <laughs> you we was like you really have a genuine authentic heart like you, you're pure in your worship Aww. and you just you know we, we like that you observe <laughs> you know you're, you're really quiet yes. but once a person gets to know you they really see your true intention so i just we're, we're just Aww. glad for the connection between you and your husband i mean i we just love yes y'all. Oh, well, thank you so much. We love y'all too. Like anytime y'all, they listen, y'all, they use us. And that's what I have been praying yes. for. I'm like, anytime, like, I never wanted people to feel like they can't reach out because da da da. But I thank y'all so much for just entrusting yes. us, you know, anytime, like just yes. entrusting us because you don't have to. But yeah, we definitely appreciate y'all. I appreciate yes. you, girl. Thank you. I enjoyed this. Again. Thank you. Yes, anytime. So, y'all, we definitely gonna have Miss Wims on again in the future. That's yes, that's a must. Yes. It's gonna happen. So, y'all be on the lookout for that. And in the meantime, I will definitely see y'all next week.